Happy Monday! Today, our guest is not a candidate nor someone in the political circle. He goes by his childhood nickname, Yanni Amani. He traveled to Portland all the way from Miami, Florida, in his two year journey to visit all 50 states. He describes himself as a very serious man on a mission to help others come together. Enjoy! Let's start with telling us a little bit about yourself. So,、um, you're not originally from Portland. Where are you from and what brought you here?、Um, I'm from Florida. And what brought me here was I just wanted to go to all 50 states. And this was my 49th one. And、uh, I just love Portland. I love Oregon. Ever since、uh, the Oregon Trail game.、Mm. Remember that game? Yeah. That. And,、uh, and I always wanted to keep, be here. I mean, I love the people here. It's real. It's still a city, but it's kind of a little town at the same time, and that's what I like. And it's real laid back. But、um, the main reason why I'm here is because there's a lot of people suffering and homelessness, and this is one of the areas where I want to start at helping people. So that's it's why I'm here also. Yeah. And how are you going to help the homeless? Helping the homeless by trying to get better funding, find out the resources to get funding. And, Not only just finding resources from the ones that's owed to us, but trying to get the community involved also. You know, helping the community understand that this is a problem that we're mainly suffering from. You know,、um, even though there's criminal crimes every day, but what about the people on the streets, you know, that are suffering from mental issues and starvation and need proper baths and a home and stuff like that, you know? What's it been like to travel to 49 states in the last two years? Oh man, <laughs> it's been a journey. Like, it's been hard, it's been tough. But for the most part, as long as I have faith, it's,、uh, it's been keeping me going. But、uh, my hardest state was Utah. And Utah, I don't know what was going on out there, but I just I got out there and it just became very hard for me. It was hard to kind of find work.、Um, The people w a s real different. And,、uh, but I mean, it's, it's, it's been a very blessed journey. Like, I never really got no complaints about it. But at the same time, you know, it's, it's just been challenging. You know, doors always open for me. But I have to wait on them doors open. Like this, you know, I was pretty much out on the street 11 days before this opened up for me. So it's been a wonderful journey at the same time. I can say no complaints. Yeah. And so you said,、um, you mentioned to me that your stuff, like all your stuff got stolen. Could you、yeah. talk more about that? <clears throat> yeah.、Um, my stuff getting stolen, to me,、uh, I looked at it a positive way because I was, I was financially stable, and, <clears throat> but I didn't have no stability because I kept paying for hotel rooms and.、Um, I might stay in a state for like a week and end up getting a great job, and then I have to move because I don't like the place or like what's going on, and then that'd be the perfect opportunity for me, might be. But、uh, my stuff got stolen because、uh, um, I ran and turned my rental car back in in Seattle, and、uh, I had uploaded one of my videos on YouTube, and I guess it touched a lot of people. And so, just mysteriously out of nowhere, when I decided to come back here and live,、uh, my stuff got stolen from off the boat bus. It was a lot of items, man. It was almost $5,000 in cash,、uh, my passport, my ID, my social, 
they uh man they took a couple of my coins i had i had a little piece of gold one little piece of gold nugget i had bought they took two of my weapons and uh i got my mom rolex back yeah he tried to take it to the pawn shop and they flagged him on that and they still didn't even arrest this guy they let him go because he said he had mental issues and he said that he found it and i'm like how can you find a rolex you know and uh so I was able to get that back, and I kind of, from that point on, I realized OPD wasn't going to do anything about it, and I just kind of started surfing Portland on my own, trying to figure out where all my stuff was, and and I could never find anything, so I just kind of gave up and was like, man, I got to go back to Miami and start over, so I went back for, it was a four-day trip there from here to there on the Greyhound, then I got all the way to Miami, and I was like, you know what, I'm giving up. And I said, I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to give up. And I just got back on the Greyhound a couple of days later. And then it took another four days to come back out here. And I just said, I'm just going to start all over like this without an ID, without anything, and just find work. And uh, that's pretty much what happened. And um, you described yourself as a very serious man on a mission to help others come together. Can you explain more about that mission? Yeah, uh, well, my mission is to teach everybody that like we're we're all in the same boat, and uh, we're not going to get anything done by being angry at one another. Um, we're not going to get anything done with uh, thinking that we can defund the police or anything, because if we defund the police, then we're going to have rallies and stuff like what we have going on now. Um, the mission I want to try to teach everybody is to just learn how to trust and love one another, you know, just, and to stop saying that black life matters and just voicing that, actually get out and put it into action. Like my friends right here, they know that black life matters. So they put it into action. They knew that my situation was serious and that I'm a great person. So they invited me to for work and they gave me a place to stay. And this is what we need more of. We need trust and people to come together off love because love is the greatest commandment. You know, um, nothing can beat that. I mean, I done been down a long, hard road. I'm from Florida. I live, I grew up in Gainesville and I also lived in Cross City. But I mean, I stayed in Miami for a couple years and I know what violence is, you know, and I know what the struggle really is. So. I think that we as people, man, we should come together as 100% complete love. I mean, there's always going to be an opposite side of everything, yeah, but if you can figure out a way to bring that together, which I feel like I have the skills to try to bring it together, uh, we just need to sacrifice and love one another, yeah, and everything will work out. But the community has to come together because the cops, I mean, they're just there, you know, if the community don't do something about the issue, then it's not gonna get nothing's gonna get done. I mean, it's been what ninety days they've been protesting here. I mean, what has gotten done? And nothing. It's, it's became more destructive. The buildings. Then I walked to the fifty seventh uh, anniversary of Martin Luther King yesterday. I think it was. And uh, I walked through the crowd. I mean, there's more uh, white people out there with. Uh, Black Life Matter signs, but I walked through the crowd and nobody acknowledged me. 
Did nobody speak to me? Did nobody say, hey, you need a water or hey, how are you? Or hey, are you here for the anniversary? Or just acknowledgement is the most what we need in these times. Like, you know, I've seen a lot of people at the rally, but as soon as the rally is over, like you speak to them like they like they don't know you. You know, I don't understand. So what I'm trying to say is like everybody is in fear. That's another thing I want to get rid of fear. Like people have to. It's a sin to fear. It's not a I mean, Jesus tell you that in the Bible that it's a sin to fear. And uh, that's what's going on right now. Everybody's just scared of each other. For what reason? I don't know. Like, you know, and if we keep this up, we're going to be on the verge of civil war. So that's why I'm trying to come in the middle and let everybody know that, hey, you know, the, the Proud Boys, they got a very good uh, thing with not defunding the police. And But like I say, with Alice Sweeney, he's coming out. He's just doing a wave, a, a flag wave. Um, people are going to be intimidated by that a flag wave and you're not giving a speech you know so most of these protesters like they give them they come out but they're not giving a speech i don't hear what the speech is about i hear what the message is about and um to me that's what's just going on man everybody's trying to instill fear in everybody when in all reality everybody's really scared of each other and i'm trying to just get that out of the community and just let everybody understand that you know we're all we're all uh, loved, no matter what we have been through in this country, because there's nothing been great about this country, nothing from the beginning. But we as Americans, we had a perfect time right right now to make this country a better place and make it an equal opportunity for everybody. We have that now because um, God is showing us all the signs and all the things to come together and if we don't come together now it's going to be a civil war you know people are getting shot down in hong kong and lebanon from when they come out and protest and after the protests over they're being shot down and killed so we as americans we're not we're not being shot down and killed i mean it was a murder last night that's because somebody else shot him but the cops didn't kill him so my mission is to teach people like you know don't fear you know the more you fear the more you're going to create a fearful atmosphere and a negative atmosphere and it's going to cause issues and that's where we're at right now we're just so much in fear of each other that we feel like we got to walk around with ARs and these type of guns to protect ourselves when nationality we don't you know yeah and you um said you mentioned that nothing's been great in america what do you mean by that oh well they say because trump always used that word and people use that word make america great again so when they say that term there, like, I mean, if we go back to 1601, I mean, seven, uh, or with the 1600s period, you know, when the land was taken from the natives and how everything was taken and then how the slave ship was, just how everything off how this country was started. You know, it didn't start from, they just found the land and then they can just do everything they need to do without having to kill off the Indians or bring slave members over here to make this country to what it is now. Um, so that's why I'll be trying to stop them in their tracks, be like, you know, and they be like, make this country great again. We have to understand it wasn't shit great about this country from the beginning. I mean, it's stolen land. It's, I mean, and it has nothing to do with color anymore. I mean, they hate us all. And, uh, Stay. The e elite class of people, you know, I just, 
the higher class of people, the ones that you don't see, but just get Trump and the government to do their dirty work, those type of people. So would you say you're not a big fan of President Trump? Oh, I'm a great fan of him. I want him in there another four years. Yeah, I want Trump in there another four years because Trump is exposing the elite class of people. He's telling you the dirt of the CNN news and all these people like, you know, because like I got to tell people also about this virus. I mean, Australia has 24 million people in their continent. Asia has 4.4 billion. And America has 328 million people in this country alone. And from the records uh, from the coronavirus, there's only 24 million people sick worldwide just affected with it and over what two to three hundred thousand has died from it so if people don't see that that's a conspiracy i mean there's fifty thousand people dropping dead every day from cardiac arrest i mean fifty thousand people a day you know so if people want to fear this virus when it's natural for the body to get catch a flu and get sick at some point in your life, because the body has to change it every seven years. So and if you look at the people that are dying from this, I mean, they're in their 60s to their 90s. They're not young kids dying on back. And I think the ones that's dying on back from that, they just get that title thrown on them that they're sick from the corona. So that's another thing I want to stress to the world, too. Like, man, statistically, like, man, look at the numbers, man. The numbers are not adding up. If, if this virus was that serious, the way they make it and put it out on the news, man, a billion people would have been dead right now because we're really not practicing what they say we should. I mean, I think this is just something to get the vaccine in us to uh, the liquid to me is something that can stay in your body. And uh, it'll always be a way for them to identify you. That's what I think the vaccine is. Because why are you forcing something on us? I mean, we're not germs. You're not sick, are you? I'm not sick. So why should I have to take a vaccine? You know? And um, why should I walk down the sidewalk and then a whole family got to get off the sidewalk away from me, making me feel like I'm a germ? You know? Or why do I should I have to wear a mask? I mean, when there's tons of air can come through the mask. So I, what I'm just trying to teach people is like, you know, if you fear, then the country is going to still be in a turmoil because we're in fear right now of something that's not true. I mean, just this year alone, the same amount of people was dying from uh, the flu. Only thing they did with COVID, uh, the coronavirus, is put a name on it and a number. I mean, corona itself, you ever seen the corona beer? And you see the commercials that they're coming out with now? They're coming out with tons of Corona, uh, the, the Corona beer commercials now. Because all it is is a vacation virus. It was a strategy to try to stop Trump. And the George Floyd was a scapegoat to throw everybody's mind off and get them going. So they can, you know, try to come in and turn this country into a communist country. Because that's what they want to do. That's why they're not really intervening with these riots and letting people tear up stuff. I mean, you had you had the Proud Boys on this side and you had the BLM on this side. But just imagine that this was a black crowd and a black crowd. They would have fought, killed, shot, and, and murdered each other. So then you got these two crowds that just got 
bear gas and all these sprays and they got the ARs and they 15s and all that kind of stuff. But just imagine if that was a black crowd, you know, how, what the reaction would have been to, for the cops. Like the cops would have immediately came and shut it down. It would have been a lot more violence. So I say that to say like, you know, uh, this stuff is promoted, it's being allowed. And uh, it's creating turmoil here in Portland. And that's why I wanna do something about it and help people, you know what I'm saying? They need to stop it. And then that's when I learned about that other group. I wish them not to say their name, but I learned about them and I just, I don't understand, you know, how in the hell could they holler Black Life Matters and still be destructive of everything. So to me, they're posing as a fraud and they need to be stopped. I don't know, like, just, we just got to come out of fear, you know? What do you think's going to happen now that there's a death um, from the riots? Well, I feel like the Proud Boys going, because it was one of them, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like Alan Sweeney going to kind of be more aggressive now. He's going to be a lot more aggressive. He's going to get a lot of, there's going to be a lot more problems now, you know. So uh, my, mes- my message to everybody now is just like, man, just lay low and just stop doing it, man. Because, like, you know, we're on the verge of civil war. Do Americans really want that? Like, do you really want to? defund the police and then everybody is allowed to take the law in their own hands. I mean, we just seen with uh, Ahmad, his two killers, when they try to take the law in their own hands, what happened? They murder him and then 74, 75 days later, the cops get the notice and then finally arrest him. So we don't want that. We don't want lawless. So we need the cops, but we need better cops. These cops need to uh, be better trained they need better academies and they need to be able to pass a psych- psychological test uh, of learning psychiatry skills. Because the cops nowadays, immediately when they're calm, it takes four or five people to show up for a, a mental health dude. Just sitting here, can't help himself, drooling out the mouth. I mean, why should it take five cops? Uh, but I, I just think right now, Everybody just should just lay low and stop. I mean, because all this protesting shit ain't getting nothing done. It's only going to make everything worse. Because if they really cared about their city, I mean, they would go downtown and help all those homeless people that's living in tents. And they would try to clean this place up better because, I mean, it looked like a fucking shithole in Portland right now. And it's just sad you got to walk downtown and have a weapon on you because you're afraid somebody's going to jump out and try to rob you and, you know, kill you or something with all that going on down there. So that's the main focus that I think people should focus on is the, the mental health issues and the homelessness and the drug issue. And it'll solve all the issues that's going on. And that's why I want to be a part of the Young Republicans because Reagan, he was a Republican. And 50 years later, man, I mean, his, his, his shit is still going on, what he did. I mean, when you cut thousands of people out of mental health hospitals in, in, in California at that. I mean, you're going to create gang wars. You're going to create jailhouse prison. They're going to be full. And then when those people with those mental health issues have children, then their children have those same symptoms. And then it becomes a, a 
chain reaction is just natural to happen. Like people be born and they think they're normal, but deep down they got mental issues and depression, anger, narcissistic behavior, gang related behavior. So me as a uh, wanting to join you guys, it's like I want to fix that what Ronald Reagan did. And I think that it'll make this world a whole better place. So um, Ronald Reagan made the situation worse? Yeah, when he passed the law, you know, where you can, uh, uh, they closed all the hospitals down, all the mental hospitals down. And uh, they pretty much cut all these people on the streets. And being that these people have serious mental issues, their families don't want to deal with them. So they become homeless. And this is what created, you know, a lot of homelessness in 1970 to now, you know. Uh, and also, it they tried to when they when they when they passed the law and they cut them all out, they didn't know how to control them. So that's when they put crack in the community to try to control them like that. That didn't work. That backfired. Um, ended up being a worse issue. The who is they? The government? Yeah, the government. Um, the government and, like I said, the elite class of people. And uh, a lot of negative stuff that they did to the to make this what it is right right now today. Um, so that's what I want to try to change. I want to try to get more mental hospitals built and uh, more homeless shelters built and, and better housing. Because once you once you clean up all that, you clean up majority of the issues in the world. You know, a lot of these people out here are desperate on the streets and doing whatever they can do. And that's most of the time when you hear these cops go on call around here. I mean, as far as what I've seen, it'd be about a burglary or a homeless person just got killed inside a homeless area or just homeless people giving other people issues. I mean, it's not like Miami where there's a drug war over here or a gang war over here or a territorial war over here. It's, it's not like that here. So a lot of the issues I see are coming from the people with mental issues and drug issues. Could you talk a little bit about um, the Back the Blue rally this past Saturday, August 22nd, that you went to? Um, James Heave said you got caught in the crossfires of Antifa. Could you talk a little bit about that? Well, I had this, that, that rally I went to was my third rally, this last one on the 22nd. And every time I go, I always would see this crowd saying black life matters, but being destructive. And then when I try to talk to them, they just yell Black Life Matters. And I'm like, how could you yell Black Life Matters, but you don't even offer me a water or acknowledge me or try to figure out I'm the only black guy walking through this crowd, you know? So the other ones will just stand off over there and it's not many of them. I think this group is like, I don't think they really know what Karl Marxism is because I heard it's what they kind of practice, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, I think they just took something in their hand and just wanted to say, oh, follow this way. But they don't understand Marxism. And so I think it's just more of a style or Instagram or Facebook thing or just to be a part of something and just be a click. That's what it is. It's, they don't have the real understanding of um, Marxism, because if we try to tear America's system down right now, you're going to cause all out war. I mean, it's, it's pretty simple to see, like 
they're asking for defunding the cops so the cops didn't show up to protect defend them against the proud boys at all they didn't show up in riot gear at all um so I, I just think that that group there is a total fraud. I think they need to be stopped. I think they need some real people from Florida, Miami, and, and, and Georgia up here. A lot of my friends to like really show them, you know, like, you know, they're not really living like that, you know, because they had paint. I seen one dude, he was running up. He was like, cover me, cover me. And he's running up with a paintball gun. And I'm like, man, I just shook like 200 people hand. That's ex-Navy SEALs and soldiers like i mean what if they would have ran up behind a tree with an ar and did the same thing you know and shot real bullets so i, I say that to say like man both sides are just like two babies going at it like they don't i mean they're not really bear may shit and piss and water like that's that's kind of like cowardice to me, you know, like if you really want to fight and get this on, all y'all just put your guns down and then you fight and then you shake hands after that. You know what I'm saying? But what is the fighting really all about at the same time? Because Antifa thinking that the Proud Boys showing up to because uh, they're racist and they're skinheads. They're not showing up that for that. They're they're They serve this country and they're just showing up saying that, you know, uh, don't defund the police, which is correct you know if you defund the police right now man we'll be lawless right now the land will be very more dangerous we just need better police so antifa they have a a, a great view like i mean car martin could work but you got to understand you can't tear a system down and then try to start it all over i mean that's going to be another whole 400 years so, I mean, both sides got good points, but instead of them showing up being violent toward Proud Boys, they should have showed up like how I showed up, shaking hands, trying to figure out, hey, man, why are you here? Like, what are you representing? Um, how can I be a help? How can we not cause this issue? How can we come together? Um, how can we not make this a civil war? Because, um, I mean, the prophecies in the book has prophesied always that you know america's trying to protect the outsiders from coming in but the the war is going to come from the inside out i mean it's going to start right here and then spread out i mean we can see right now i mean you got two clicks clashing at one another and then uh so i go up and i see uh i see that with my skills i see that alan sweetney is kind of He's the leader out here. Like I'm like, okay, he's the one brought all these guys. He got he's got the rally going on. So leader of the Proud Boys. Yeah, yeah, he's the one doing all the rallies. So I noticed him and uh, I walked up and I said something to the Proud Boys, and uh, this is his first time seeing me. He was like, oh, don't believe him, man. They're just trying to, you know. He said, I think he was just trying to uh, say something about they're trying to make us leave or something. So something he said like that. And then when I said that, I walked up to shake his hand and like four or five Antifa people just came up just throwing piss and shit and shooting with paintball guns. So, you know, of course he had to do what he had to do. You know, I don't want to say over the radio because I'd be snitching. But, you know, he had to do what he had to do. You know what I'm saying? Because he was in fear. He don't know if these guys got guns or, or 
you know, they he don't know what they got going on. So, you know, what he did, he did out of fear. He ain't do that because he walked up to me and made me intimidated or scared because he would have he, he would have had to just shoot me, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't fear guns, period, you know what I'm saying? But uh I just think to answer your questions, I just think it was all bullshit, man. I just think it's all just for show, it's all is wanted these rallies don't have no understanding behind them they coming out with no they're coming out with no purpose they're just coming up just to show up and say oh i look cool i'm out here because like i say as soon as the rally is over with all these people that just said black life matters man i walk up to them and say hey man can i have a bottle of water or hey man how are you they walk off from me they act like they don't acknowledge me they don't know me and i'm just like hold up when you just out there talking about black life matters and screaming at the top of your lungs and and then I'll be seeing these girls out there like I'm like, whoa, this is really getting out of hand. It's just really awful showing. What do you mean girls? Like, what are they doing? Yeah, like I just I see a lot of girls dressing all black and they're screaming at the top of their young black life matters, throwing shit, pissing water. But do they really want those issues? You know what I'm saying? Like. I mean, if somebody, if they throw shit and piss on somebody, if they re do they really want that issue? Somebody just come up and beat their ass, you know? Like, how are they gonna? Cause I mean, I had an issue with like five or six people, but you know, I, I carry my gun on, and they noticed that. And Rihanna Coleman came up to speak, and they throw shit and piss all over her, but shit, I did the same thing, and they didn't do nothing to me. So like, they be. I say that to say like they be picking their battles and that's what cowards do you know like cowards pick their battles me I'm I'm a warrior like I stand up to anybody I stand up to the whole proud proud boys and Antifa I mean they'll have to kill me you know but at the end of the day that ain't gonna get nothing done so but what I'm just trying to just tell everybody like man like the stuff y'all doing is just making y'all look like more and more like cowards more looking like babies just going just wham 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 like shit and piss and and bear spray i mean if you really want problems like man just shoot each other kill each other if you really want those type of problems you know issues instead of just only in the car and yelling and then you got this one crowd got shields in their hand and trying to just keep y'all all back like i mean that's i mean who were they trying to get to i mean did you see it yeah, you had Black Lights Matter on this side and Proud Boys on this side. But I didn't understand, like, who, who they was trying to, to get to. Like, you know, like, who was... A lot of it needs to stop, man. It just needs to stop. Yeah. The only way you're going to make it... I mean, a lot... Of, and I'm, that's why I'm glad I met them because, man, I almost went home and got all my friends. Like, I, I almost went back home and just got all my family and all my friends... And for all the people talking about Black Lives Matters, we're gonna stop them. Because they're just screaming that, but they are not for that. They 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 yell it, but they're they're tearing up shit, they're burning stuff. And that makes us look more violent as black people. You're hollering Black Lives Matters, but you're burning stuff and tearing up stuff that has nothing to do with this movement. I mean, why should people be looting and tearing up people's businesses and stuff like that doesn't have anything to do with it. So 
you know, I started to go home and get everybody, get all my friends and come back out here. But I left that alone. I didn't want to do that anymore because it's a war going on. And so right now, the only thing I can do is just just pray about it and kind of hope it'll change because they, they don't understand. It's all for show. It's not. They, they don't really do this from the heart. Because, like I say, I was homeless, broke, home, hungry, and I didn't ask for none of this stuff. I didn't say, hey, you know, uh, steal my stuff. And, you know, and just this shit was stolen from me. You know, it was taken from me. And now I got to completely start over. I'm not going to give up and go back home and say, oh, dad, I need this. Or, hey, sister, I need this. You know, they'll be, for, be there for me and give me a place to live. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm 35 years old. So I got to make it happen on my own. And that's why I came back out here to Portland to make it happen. But I also want to be a voice for these people too, to help them know that the only thing we can do right now is just love each other. I'm not trying to go back in history of what they did on slavery or what they did into the Indians, because I know that. Facts, that's facts. But why can't we just move past that? As a people just say, okay, well, that's why I want to start this movement called You, you Got That. And what, what I mean by you got that is mean that, hey, we know that you're evil. We know that you're going to do all these things, but we're going to separate ourselves from that. But then when you come over here fucking with us, this is when we're going to get violent with you because we're not going to depend on the cops anymore. We're not going to depend on your funding. We know you guys got all this money. So we as a community is going to come together and put our money together and figure out where it needs to go in the right way to get the right solutions done. So. I'm trying to just take everybody's mind out that capitalism, you know, where they got to. Like yesterday, um, when my, my, my friend bought this property right here, there's so many permits you got to get here just to, like, do the smallest stuff. And I'm like, and then they bought this home, but they can never own it because they're always paying property taxes. Yeah. I, I think that's more government control, not capitalism. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm going to say government. Um, so it's like, when are we going to ever, you know, like really be done paying for shit? You know, <laughs> like this. And that's what I want to just show everybody right now, man. Just put your money together and say, fuck the cops, man. This, just because all cops are not bad cops. What you have to understand, most of these cops are getting jobs now 21 to 25 years old. And they're young kids. And they're scared. They, they know automatically when they put their uniform on, people are against them. No matter who that person is, they feel like everybody is against them. So when you have that and then you have an aggression black person or whoever this person may be aggressive to them, only thing in their mind is to go by what they was trained they're not trained to properly talk to you or to to try to civilize you and to protect and serve you. They're to train to these cops are being trained to divide and conquer. That's why when they come up to a domestic case, they automatically want to take the guy away and take him to jail when he didn't even do nothing wrong. She just slapped and hit and did everything to him when she should be the one to go to jail. But they automatically want to take the guy to jail. That's called divide and conquer. Because once you divide and conquer, now this guy has a record. Now she's open to other guys. 
to prostitute her body because she don't she needed this money from this guy he was supporting everything and sometimes the cops even show back up because <laughs> they're nasty like that um well so you're saying that we need police but i mean there's gonna be bad cops yeah we, we need police but we need these cops to like be better trained like they're just going into these places to be trained they if you see how they're being trained nowadays they're basically being trained like the military you know they're not trained to uh have uh psychiatry skills or social skills um that's what it takes to be a cop nowadays you have to have social skills you have to be uh have uh, psychological skills and and you also have to have uh patience i mean that's the main thing this job requires is patience like you know once you get on call you, you don't know what you're dealing with but don't come up all aggressive automatically bringing the negative energy and that's what these cops are doing nowadays they automatically because you're the one being called on they automatically stereotype you you know and come up all aggressive instead of just coming up trying to figure out what the issue is in a nice and kind way and how to try to bring it together they automatically want to come aggressive and then try to figure out a way to take you away. And uh, that's the issue with these cops. A lot of these cops are great, but a lot of them don't have the training to know how to talk to people and the psychological skills it takes to, to deal with people. And if, uh, if, the, if this government can make it to where it's hard for these cops to just get a job instead of just putting any kind of cop in there, then I think we'll have better cops because we need detectives. I mean, we need people with 30, 10 to 30 years experience with these cases that's going on. I mean, there's people that's been murdered. I mean, a, a regular civilian don't have the skills to go try to find that out. So if we defund the cops, the cops ain't going to want to go find it out. And then if we defund the cops, that's what that's going to do. The cops are going to be broke. They're going to be out of money. So what that's going to do, they're going to start selling drugs. They're going to start committing crimes on their own because they got families, too. You know, they're already committing crimes now. But now you, you you're giving them a chance to really commit crimes because they don't have no money. And uh, their crime committing right now is like they don't want to do nothing. They don't want to go downtown in Oregon and get involved with all that shit. I mean, these last two rallies, I didn't see none of them down now. I mean, you got one come up inside his truck with a loud speaker. I don't know if you ever seen that. It's the one come up, he has a loud speaker on top of the thing. He, and he just get on the intercom from there and tell them to cease whatever they're doing, stop with the violence and everything. But I don't know, it's, it's just getting worse. I mean, anytime you can bring a pipe bomb I mean, these guys had pipe gun. Two of them went off by me. Yeah. I mean, do we really want that to go on? Like, come on. So we need cops. You know, we need cops to come up and stop. And then the same people, this is what's tripping me out, Lauren. The same people talking about defunding the cops are the same people on Facebook snitching on people, telling on these people names, telling these people names, trying to get them arrested, trying to get them put away. You know, like I seen uh, on one of the uh, Alan Sweeney's page where he said he had 83 people arrested. You know, and I'm like, like, end of the day, like, man, that's not keeping it street. That's that's not keeping it in the streets, you know. Yeah. 
a lot of these groups are really just telling on each other. I mean, which a normal person of color would say, oh, you know, let them, let them arrest each other, let them kill each other. But no, I don't care. I don't see that. You know, it's a bigger picture. I love everybody. You know, just because two white groups clashing, you know, I'm not going to be the one to sit back and laugh and, uh, he, 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 oh, they did us wrong, so let them kill each other. No, I ain't going to do that. I'm still going to try to figure out a way to cease this. And that's what I was at that rally for, to try to figure out a way, try to figure out who the leaders was and try to figure out who is these people keep calling my Black Life Matters and just being destructive. Like um, when uh, Rihanna tried to speak, uh, they drummed her out came up through shit and piss all over. And I'm like, how are you gonna say black life matters? But then you just do this to a black person. And then a woman at that, you know? And then I did the same thing. They didn't do it to me, you know? And one of them, I seen one of them like try to grab two of the reporters videos. And I'm like, what the fuck did the reporters do to you? So I actually stood up for the reporters and wanted to fight them. And then they, they backed away. So I know they be scary in a sense, because they just be college kids, be out there with all black on and don't be really, be about that life, you know what I'm saying? Because if you throw shit and piss on me, that's hepatitis, that's a possibility of AIDS. So if you throw shit and piss on me, that means I have the right to throw some bullets back at your ass because that's a hazard that can bring death upon me. So, I mean, if they ever throw shit and piss at me, man, I'm gonna throw about five, six bullets back at them. And I'm trying to aim for the head too, you know? Because they need to be put in a place, I mean, like, I mean, it's just crazy, man. How many people you see at these rallies and then when the rally's over with, you just, they just, they just show their true colors, you know? So I just think it all need to end. Yeah. It just, need to, I mean, it's been 90 days of just pure fucking nonsense. Ain't nothing got done. It's actually gotten worse. So what are they protesting for? Just to look cool on Facebook? Because Allen ain't gonna come out to Florida. He's not gonna go to May. He's not gonna go to Miami. He's not gonna go to Florida with that bullshit. That's, we don't even allow that in Florida. We don't allow protesters to come down there and set up shop and say Black Lives Matter. No, we don't allow that. We just like in Anglewood, how they just shut them down, how the protesters tried, and then the Bloods and Crips stood up and told them don't come through this neighborhood. That's how we all need to be right now because they're just coming through tearing up shit in the name of Black Life Matters. So it's making us still look like criminals at the end of the day. Yeah. And I just think something need to be done. That's why I, I kind of really want to step up. Yeah, and, you mentioned you have a YouTube page. Um, yeah, I took it down. Okay. I took it down because I kind of felt like, I kind of got paranoid. I was like, damn me, why my stuff got stolen and how and why? Like I'm very, I'm on point. I'm always on point, like, with my stuff, man. And, like, for that to happen, like, it was a really shock to me. And it really, it really woke me up. It really let me know that I have to stop traveling, get settled, stop waiting for my year. Because I got July 4th will be three years I've been going on my journey. And I was just thinking about uploading everything after I'm done with my journey. And uh, that's why these guys liked me so much because it was like, oh, you got a story, man. Don't do that. You know, tell your story now while you're at the bottom. It makes it more interesting. But in my mind, I had it backwards. I was just going to finish everything and then upload all my videos. But I had my phone stolen. I had my camera stolen and everything just got kind of wiped out. And so 
that's where I'm at with it now. Just pretty much just starting all over and wanting people to hear my journey and my story. You know, I, I went to 50 states. I wanted to eat the best food. I wanted to meet the best people, meet the best women, go to the best clubs. And I did that in every state, you know. I mean, I was way in Portland, Maine. <laughs> like, it's nothing up there but the lighthouse and, you know, like real rich people. But I still got out there and I made them enjoy me. You know, I met a lot of great people out there and had fun. I even had a little party when I left. So I know that I can do it. And I know that I can bring people together on love and whatever because I'm just trying to get them to see at the end of the day, man, we're all being used. You know, George Floyd was just a scapegoat. They had to kill some black guy to make it look like they hate just us, but they hate us all. They hate us all because and they being like the government, uh, we all got to line up on the X now. I mean, and in the 60s, my dad and them said they had to go get their food from out the back window or the window because they was black. Now we all got a curbside pickup. You know, we're all paying ridiculous rent gas expensive i mean what the minimum wage is like 13 dollars yeah something like that yeah and then if you land a job it might be 15 to 18 or whatever you might know it might be 20 at the most but then you got to give that money right back to the system because a little place like this they'll charge you 12 1300 for it when this place shouldn't be but about 400 and then you got to go pay three to three dollars in gas then you got to pay for all this high food, you know, so we're all in a, a system. People think the system just consists of keeping black people down and keeping them on welfare and all this. Do you actually know how many white people get welfare and food stamps? A lot, you know, so we're, we're, we're all on the same level, but we just got to love one another, man, and come together like that. That's the only way it's going to work and be truthful. You know, like how, how they're doing for me. This is this is what we need more in the community and not just with black people, with everybody. Because there's plenty of people out here that wants work and want to be in this position that I'm in. But, you know, they don't know how to talk to people or they're afraid to talk to people or people are afraid to talk to them because they don't know how to address them. So um, my issue right now is that, you know, if this protesting stuff keep going on, it's gonna come to a civil war. Cause look, last night the guy got killed. I mean, it could have been more than just one, you know? And it's just, it's just getting out of hand. You know, I, I just, I wanna see it. I don't wanna be in civil war. I don't wanna, I got too many people I love and I can't be in one state and this state and trying to protect them, you know? I don't want to see, I don't want to see you hurt. I don't want to see nobody hurt, you know. But reality is reality, you know. We're, we're, we're really dealing with demons here. Like there's these people are, and then the ones that have a great education and very intelligent, they still blind. They still don't see and they're still, they're only out there because, oh man, um, Jamie, you're going to another black rally today? Yeah, or can you come with me? But her heart's not really in it. She just dared this because of her friend or because they're roommates and they live together. And it's just cool for them to come out, put on booty shorts 
uh, uh, and look cool and run around with their mask on and look cool. But, you know, like I say, man, if that was a crowd of people from Miami, man, like they don't want Portland don't want them issues from us. So. Like, I, I mean, I just wish it was all over with Lauren, like fast. Because, you know, with this election stuff, it's it's coming up fast. Like, you know, it was a book just came out about Trump. It's called Blitz. I don't know if you ever, you ever heard of it. But it came out with a strategy to try to stop him. And this is what the strategy is, to make him look like a racist, to make him look like the, to make it look like there's a virus going. Man, if that virus was really serious, a billion people would have been dead worldwide there's only 24 million sick worldwide you know it's sad to walk around and see a little baby with a mask on that's sad man you know those are my real main issues right there you know and then to walk and see a person laying on the side of a curve ain't never had ain't had a shower in over a year soles on him i seen one dude he his whole leg you can see his whole bone Cause he done shot so many, so much heroin. Well, it ain't really heroin out here. I don't know what that shit is. That's what. That's another whole another crisis too. Yeah. yeah. Cause heroin is from Florida. You get that real stuff. This out here, they put fentanyl and all kind of stuff in it. That's why they call it black. And uh, I learned that on my journey too in Seattle. And. uh it's just an opium and fentanyl crisis. It's not real heroin and meth, you know. And it's what's making these people flip out and act and do the way they, they do and stuff like that. So that's one another main issue I want to speak about and talk about too and try to reach out on. But then my main issue, Lauren, is like I'm just tired of people posing as frauds. Yeah, just putting up this image like they're for us. Holding all these signs, putting all this stuff in their window. I mean, I seen one lady, she was out, she had uh, Black Life Matters in every window, <laughs> but she needed her yard done. Like, I'm like, you old lady. Like, and uh, I just rolled by on the bicycle and spoke, man, this lady didn't even speak back to me. She looked like she wanted to call the police. And I'm like, man, I'm like, well, so I stopped and I got off the bike and I'm like, ma'am, you got all this stuff in your life in your window about black life matters and you couldn't even just speak to me i say this is the problem of the world like people are just posing just trying to look cool and and uh it's not cool man and i rode off and she tried to call me back <laughs> and i just kept going you know because i'm trying to teach people like this is what the issue is like people are just posing but it's not really in their heart to help to to, to help us understand that we are suffering we really are. There really is um, a job crisis with black people. There really is a fav favoritism thing. I mean, because Adidas is going through that now. Um, the Adidas here in uh, Portland, where they're not trying to promote black people because they're saying that we don't know much. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Did they like post that or something? Yeah, it's, it's, it's an article. Uh, I don't know, I'm not sure I screenshot it, but if you look on there about it, if you get a chance, look on there about how Dita's uh, having race issues now. Uh, 
because they they're moving certain people up in the company, but they're not promoting these black people, and the black people are saying something about it, you know, or they're not allowing too many black people to come on, you know, and that's all I wear as Adidas, and I and I, I only the reason why I wear Adidas is because, and I, I was teaching people this on my uh, my YouTube channel. Uh, Adidas is climate cool. So like if you're a traveler and you know you got your backpack and stuff and it's hard for you to wash your clothes, you can always hand wash this and it'll dry fast because it's climate cool. And so that's why I buy Adidas and it's just great gear to wear. Um, but it's climate cool so I teach people like if you're a traveler always on the Greyhound, you can't shower, don't feel ashamed and go in the bathroom and wash your clothes and put a shirt back on wet because it'll dry fast. And once you put it on your body heat, exert it up and it'll dry. But now Adidas is going through this racist, you know, where they don't want to give people jobs. Uh, a lot of these tech companies are taking over and they're they're bringing a lot of tech babies in this world, you know, and you, I don't know if you know how tech people act. All you got to do is go to San Francisco or Seattle. <laughs> downtown Seattle you'll see how they act um, but we just we just need more black guys like me man like people that don't I got in this verse where uh, I don't know if you ever heard of the story where Jesus uh, gave the parable about the three men well um, two of the men um, the, the master gave them um, he gave one of them $5 and he gave one of them $2. And they went out, the one with $5, he went out and profited five more dollars. And he gave it to his master and told him, you know, uh, his master said he did a good deed. And then the other one, he went out and did the same thing. He made, he turned two into four. But the other one, he took his uh, coin and went and put it in the uh, dirt. And then when the master came back, he dug it back up and gave it to the master and said, hey, I didn't want nothing to do with this because of your ways, this, this, and that. So I didn't want to profit, blah, 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 blah. So I say all that to say that, and Jesus spoke about this, and Jesus gave the scenario of that. Jesus, so what he was saying was this. We know it's hard for us to get a job. We know that we are the minorities. We know that our skin color gets us in trouble. We know that we're labeled as murders, manipulative, uh, robbers, whatever you can put on us, we're labeled that. But with determination and the opportunity that we have in these times now, you shouldn't let that hold you down. Like there's still room, there's still places that's hiring, there's still ways that you can save money, there's still so much you can do with all this hate going on. And I'm the perfect example. Like even with all this going on like i'm still doing good like i'm still striving you know i'm not giving up and saying oh you racist this and this and that and then i'm gonna stand up and fight against them no because if you tell me no here that means somebody gonna tell me yeah here and that's how i always see it like it wasn't meant for me to be around you or deal with you so it's gonna be an opportunity here for me and that's how i want all black people to start seeing themselves like so let's just stop blaming them, saying, oh, they hate us. We know what they did 400 years. But how are we going to fix that? 
The only way you can fix that is by just turning the other cheek and love. God say love those who persecute you and talk about you and do you wrong. Do good into them. Because once you do good in them, they'll eventually see they're wrong and they can't help do nothing but do good back into you. And uh, of course, we got to protect ourselves. I don't let them let nobody put their hands on you or violate your home rights or your safety rights. Yeah, but at the same time, man, a lot of people pay attention to things that don't even matter and are taking and blow it all up like it's an issue, like with this proud boy and this Antifa shit. You know, that's. That shit is being blown right out of proportion. Y'all giving that. Y'all making Alan Sweeney famous. You're making Antifa famous. And then at the end of the day, who the fuck is Antifa? Because at the end of the day, if you try to get them to even throw a party, it's giving out free food. I ain't seen them do that yet. I ain't seen them walk around and hand homeless people stuff. I hand people. I ain't seen them do none of that yet. So what is all this really about? We hope you enjoyed the episode. Please share and like us on Facebook and Instagram. And please consider donating by visiting our website listed in our podcast bio.